Hey guys, this is the Real Green Monster coming at you with another episode of Cultivation Conversation. I just wanted to, to take a minute here and thank all of our listeners for the positive feedback we've been getting. It's honestly overwhelming and it really brings great joy to hear all the nice things that, that people are saying about the show. I know Captain Autoflower and I, we had a vision for the show and it's really nice to see it come to, to fruition. Now, the show itself will always be free. But it's certainly not free to produce. So we do have some exciting news to share, um, which will help out the show tremendously. We have a few sponsors that have decided to become partners with us. And there are products that we use and believe in 100%. And it will always be that way with any product or service that, that we choose to partner up with. Now, it has to be something that we, we endorse 100%. So uh, the, the first company that we decided to partner up with is Autopods. I'm sure you guys are all aware that I'm a big Autopod advocate. They work tremendously for me and everybody else I set them up with. Um, so if you'd like to get some uh, Autopod stuff for yourself, you can head over to Autopod USA. Use the code TheRealGreenMonster10 um, to, for 10% off your entire order. That's TheRealGreenMonster10 for 10% off your entire order. Not just your first order, every time you order. Also, Budget LED Grow Lights, um, great company, veteran-owned, uh, amazing products, great customer service, nothing really else needs to be said. Use the code Captain Autoflower for 10% off um, any of their lights. That's code Captain Autoflower for 10% off um, all of their lights. And of course, last but certainly not least, Fishhead Farms, the makers of Fish Shit. Um, we've partnered up with them to bring you guys an amazing 15% off site-wide. Um, anytime you use the code CC15. That's CC15 for 15% off at Fishhead Farms. Um, and those are our current partners we'd like to tell you guys about. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. Um, you can email us at um, cultivationconversation at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram over at the website, cultivationconversation.com. And uh, thanks for listening. To another episode of Cultivation Conversation. My name is the Real Green Monster. Here with my co-host, as usual, Captain Autoflower. How you doing, everybody? And today we have a special guest, Manny from Autopot USA. What up? What up? How you doing, Manny? Good, man. Good. Happy to be on. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking me. No, no, it's uh, great. Um, I spoke to uh, Luke, and he had mentioned that uh, he'd like to see if we could have you on. And, of course, you know, I didn't even hesitate because, I mean, I love the product myself. I've been using you guys, uh, I don't know, I want to say close to four years now with great cool, success. Cool. No, I definitely, definitely want to hear more about that. That's great. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I appreciate they, the opportunity they, for sure. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, any chance I can get to spread the gospel of uh, Autopods, I'll definitely take a chance at that. That's what I live and breathe every day. You're helping my daily struggle. Captain knows. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a. I'm a fanboy, I guess you'd say. I'm the witness. I'm the witness. Once you use them, and for some it's right away, for some people it takes maybe a run or two, but once you tune in with it, man, it's hard not to be a fan of a system that's so easy with those kind of results. It's, it really is tough. Yeah, it just makes my job so much easier, bouncing around from different facility to facility and uh, trying to have to manage all that without some sort of automated watering would be damn near impossible, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it was revolutionary when I when I when I stumbled across it. You know, before I started working for the company, I was like, "What?" I was like, "Why the fuck didn't I know about this sooner?" You know. Uh, I mean, why don't you? Uh, it ahead, does. It, it does seem like uh, one of those things that, like, like, wh- who thought of this, and like, wh- why didn't this just always exist? You know what I mean? Like. Well, it- yeah, no, for sure. Well, look, there's a history there, and I can go over it for you. And just I play would it, love you know, to hear. Yeah, yeah so, all right. But, but before, but before we do that, I'd like to maybe, um, if people get like a better idea of who you are and how you got started with the company. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Look, I, I've been in the you know the the, the world of uh, hydroponic equipment and and nutrient manufacturing for about a little over a decade. Um, and uh, I came into working with Autopot in 2016, just um, me realizing what it was and then having some mutual friends with the ownership in the United Kingdom. Um, and, you know, my whole take on it was it, that this, this was incredible in the fact that, you know, I've been visiting, you know, hydroponic stores and facilities all over the country for years and nobody even ever mentioned this, you know, even, even that this was an option as far as growing, let alone you know, one of the, one of the best ways I've ever discovered. And, um, you know, that being what it was, and I love the company I was with and I actually helped start them in the United States when, when they came here. Um, and I actually willingly left and joined this company, um, you know, after meeting ownership and just all of us talking and, and, um, because I was just a hundred percent behind it, man. And I just saw a place for this, you know, um, within the space here. And, and I saw that it hadn't penetrated yet, you know, it just needed the right way to get in, to, to the growing culture, you know, which is very regional throughout the country. It's very fragmented. You know, it can be. It, it, it's gotten better over time, but it's been so regional as far as, like, the way people grow and what they use and, and all of those things, especially on the equipment side, which I've been part of for a long time. Um, so that's kind of how I got in it, man. I met the owner, and, and he's the, the, the innovator and inventor of the product. His name is Jason, and, and it's, it's a British company, you know? Um, and, uh, and just going back to what we were saying before, so, like, kind of the history... Of, of why it hasn't been here. It was, it's been very popular in the United Kingdom and, and throughout parts of Europe for, for before it, it was even really known too much in the U.S. Just by, you know, certain people have done, had, had done some research, a couple of facilities, larger facilities have brought it in. Um, there had been a, a distributor here and there that just didn't have, a, you know, too much reach or wasn't focusing on too much and, and, and tried to, to get it out there. Um, uh, but eventually, around 2016, 2017, we really started penetrating and getting people's hands. And I think the, you know, and and Nick, you can attest to this, it, it, that there's there's um there's kind of a stigma around uh, an unconventional way of growing, you know. Oh yeah. Because like oh, yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of pushback from people. Absolutely, man. Like, and I deal with it every day. So I said, you're helping my struggle. 
every day that you do that is, is, is super helpful to me, man, because that, that wall is there all the time, and it's something that, that I just try to, to break through and get to people because it is very different than, than what we're accustomed to. You know, everything is, is top feed. You know, is, is, yep. is, is and, train away. And you're taught that, like, yeah, you should be, you know, have some runoff and all these things. And mm-hmm. believe me, I was super skeptical at first as well. I'm like, are you right. kidding me? Coco, no runoff? What? How? Yeah. Like, but, you right. know, then you begin to, to learn that the system, all the salts are just going to the top of the medium and where they're not affecting right. the plant. One thing I did learn early on, though, is you definitely do not want to top water once you start. Um, once you turn the system right. on and let it, let it right. bottom feed. Because, um, like you said, those, those residual salts get pulled to the top. So you want to avoid that, absolutely. Yeah, correct. that could get you yeah. in some trouble. But, um, no, it's, it's very efficient. It, it's super efficient way of feeding. And, and it's actually, if you think about it in nature, naturally, like plants pull from the bottom. Large tap roots and, you know, big trees and, and these other plants that we see just in nature are trying to access the, the water table down below the best that they can because that's how they'll they'll thrive you know so yeah. so plants are always are always looking to feed that way and it, it, it's just super efficient um but but yeah you run up against some some hurdles there just with people trying to wrap their heads around it and ultimately you know especially early on in my campaign you know our, our campaign you know, there's a lot of people involved in this get, getting it through America but but it was just giving systems out and letting me like hey listen don't I could talk about I could talk shit about this all day that's what I do for a living. You know, like just put your hands on it. Please dedicate some growth space in whatever area you have. Take this system and use it. And when people see what it does, they're like, you know, holy fucking shit, this is crazy. You know, the growth yeah, rate, the harvest you get from it. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it gave me my life back. You know, like like my girl, she knew like I couldn't go to her house. Like she would have to come to my house. The weekend, nope, come over. I ain't going there. Stay in here. I got to take care of the girls. You know, and the second I started implementing this system, I was like, yo, you want to go, you want to go to the Keys for a weekend? You want to go, you know, you want to take, you want to go for, you know, four days out to wherever? And, and it just started opening my life up. And I was like, yo, this is great. You know, so I was kind of <laughs> yeah. taking my weekend back. So, and then, and then the results were wonderful too. So, I mean, anytime you can move into a constant feed scenario, an automated constant feed scenario, the, the, the growth rate, the results are going to be wonderful. Um, but there's usually a lot of variables that come with that. You know, there's usually a lot of things that you have to mitigate within within your system and your setup as far as like, you know, just pumps and air stones and pH fluctuations, chill it like, there, you know, there's so many things that you have to be on top of just even moving to automation to have a system that is a constant feed system, but is completely passive. It's not something I've seen before. Not not something as effective as autopop and use the way it is. You know, there's other yeah. passive means yeah. of feeding, but not not use at the scale autopops use. Not not, you know, if the level it's used even you know, in some commercial facilities throughout the U.S. and, and the numbers it's used, you wouldn't see any other passive system used that way, ever. No, so, I, I, no. I agree. I, it's, a, it's a fantastic product, and it's been game-changing for me. Um, I think a, a big misconception about it is, is uh, well, can't I just build something like that with, like, a regular float valve? And I'm sure you get that a lot, uh, especially because yeah. you're in sales. Um, yeah. What people don't r- realize is that it, it's a flood and drain. Like it fills the tray, drains, and floods again. It's a constant flood and drain cycle. So you get those yeah, wet well, and dry, wet and dry, wet and dry. Um, right. and, Within the tray, and, and comparatively, yeah. like that's the best comparison you can make is what you're saying, like flood and drain. So it drains kind of into the pot, not out of it, right? So like floods the tray and then drains in the pot or, or gets yep. absorbed into the pot. But yeah, absolutely. And, and the, uh, the you know a lot of OGs. 
like like old heads will all be talking to at like different shows and trade shows and stuff and they'll be like oh yeah back in the day i did one of these float valves on a trade like what you're saying and built it myself and uh, it was pretty effective but you know there were problems and a lot of those problems just come like you're saying is just too much water you know um and and our valve the aqua valve is kind of a double float valve right two two yep. floats two rubber stoppers and it just allows the tray to fill to about a three quarters inch level uh it, the valve cuts itself off and then once the plant uptakes everything in the tray the tray almost dries up um that the valve will kick on again so really the plants are in charge of their rate of consumption you know in each individual plant when you have the individual modules is in charge of their individual consumption which is crazy to see because usually any kind of automated feeding everything's being fed indiscriminately the same no matter what you know you have waste and runoff and in this situation every single plant will dictate how much it takes in on a day based on its own needs and it'll feed as much as it wants especially when it realizes it has an unlimited supply and can keep going and plants in those conditions it, it, with the proper conditions around them well will will utilize that opportunity to you know in, in amazing ways yeah i mean the the way i like to put it is the plants decide what they drink um not right. you or i and yeah. like for instance uh, i had a 12 plant set up drink 19 gallons in one day and i'm like holy shit i mean i would have never i would never have, have fed that much to them that's pretty that's good what, yeah. that's what that's yeah. what they wanted yeah. uh, and it's like yeah, yeah so it's like you, when you see something like that it's like holy shit i like I, I assumed i had a leak i came in checked the flows of bone dry and i'm just like wow they they just sucked that right up you know and uh that's always been one of those things that's fascinating to me, the fact that the plants are pretty much deciding. Like, they're on cruise control, you know, autopilot, for lack of a better words. Absolutely. And, you know, this game, and all of us growers know this, like, you know, we're all, we're all poached. Like, these nutrient companies, these nutrients ain't cheap. Like, some of them are pretty pricey. And with a system that has no waste, I mean, you're using literally, like, 50% less water than you do in a drained waste system for a lot of reasons. So that's 50% less nutrients, actually less than that sometimes because – in the autopod system, you want to feed less. Like you don't, you want to tone down the strength of your nutrient solution because it's constantly available to the plant. And I don't know Correct. if that's been your experience, Nick, when you're mixing your newts. I'm sure, you know, I don't know from day one, you know, you were on it, but you know, you see that like, like they'll burn. You'll see that tip burn pretty quick. And you pull back and you realize, like, man, I'm using like 60% of this nutrient schedule, you know, or sometimes 50% of it. Um, yep. No, I've, you, I've, I've noticed that a lot. I've noticed that a lot, actually. When I first started running, I definitely had some some burnt tips uh, to deal with, because yeah. you, know, you, you you spend years dialing in your nutrient regimen, and then you mm -hmm. switch to a different system, and then you know you're pretty much starting from the ground floor again. But yeah, um, I definitely noticed it. It's they they drink more, but they're they're being fed less. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. You you would see that they're, they're being fed less, but they're taking in. You're taking them absolutely because you're getting rid of the wastewater at the end of the day, you know. Correct. Yeah, and then when you you know when you extrapolate that out, if you have you know maybe six thousand plants, ten thousand plants, like that adds up to huge numbers yearly, you know. And, and, and these are the selling points that I have when I'm just throwing autopod out there just to get people in. But you throw all of that out the window, the results off the system just comparatively to others, it's right on par with some of the the best automation we have and sometimes better in certain situations just because of the consistency provided from it, you know? So. Nice. So could, um, 
Could that have something to do with the different types of roots? I've heard about, you know, like feeder roots and uh, roots that whose job it is specifically just to drink water and stuff like that. I mean, um, in, in the autopot system, will certain roots just shoot down to the bottom just to drink up all that water that they can? And then, like, the feeder roots kind of spread out to the sides, I would think? Yeah, so it, it's true. So in a bottom feeding scenario, once in the earlier you introduce that to the plant, the better. And I'll touch on that. But um, but yes, absolutely. In that scenario, that the root system will develop differently. And, and when it realizes that there's a source of water coming from beneath, that's when those strong tap roots go down there to take advantage of it. Um, and then and then the rest of the pot will fill with the fibrous roots. You know. Um, so, so it is different. Top feed to bottom feed. You, you, if you had a cross section of roots and looked at it, you would see the roots forming in a different way. And, and the plants, they're smart, man. They, they absolutely take advantage of that situation, and they would throw some strong tap roots down to the bottom. And I think, with me, with the, with the auto pots, like you can be so successful. The thing, it's so funny because I talk to a lot of guys around the country, and um, you can make so many mistakes with the system and still kill it. You know. And, and a lot of guys, especially at some stores, I was talking to one hydro store we deal with because, you know, they're, they're our main sellers and our guys on the ground, you know, our retail stores that are, that are, that are pumping auto pot and teaching people about it. And, uh, you know, I hear stories about a guy who comes in and wants auto pots his first time growing and then all the other growers making fun of him because they've been growing a different way all the time. But you can use that shit. You can use that shit. And then the owners of the store showing me the pictures like, dude, this guy came in and showed these guys the numbers, just pulling the pictures. And then they all, their mounts dropped and they just shut the fuck up, you know, because you, you can just make these mistakes. But, but so specifically to the root system, what I'll say is, and one thing I'm going to try and tune in, Nick, you should kind of, kind of, I don't know if you, if you like dissect your root, your roots after you're done, you know, growing and looking at what's there. But, you know, there's a strong congregation of roots to the bottom of the pot, you know, and we were talking about how the roots form and those tap roots that come down and take advantage of the, of the water supply down below um and a lot of people you know they, when they don't use the system properly sometimes they put too much drainage material at the bottom of the pot you know it's a lot of our literature you know it says a, a wide range of how many how much drainage material you might have at the bottom this is when i when i say this is just the perlite or clay pebbles that you may put at the bottom of the pot after there are root control sheet right that stops the roots from growing through the pot and um when you put too much um it just it, it lifts your primary wicking substrate really far away from the, the top water level in the pot is only filling three quarters of an inch. Some people fill the pot with like two inches of clay pebbles, two inches of perlite. And, um, and then you get this strong root congregation down at the bottom of the pot, but not as much in the top. And what I'm always trying to optimize and help growers with even that, because you can be so successful doing that, the roots will congregate down there and just take full advantage of the, of the water supply down there. But if you're, if you're hitting this right, you know, if you're if you're putting the right amount of drainage material, sometimes none at all. Some people, but you've established this. Yeah, well. I don't. I don't. I used to in the beginning, and now I just run straight seventy thirty cocoa. Just throw it right in. Yeah. And, and how's your roots? Are they, are they are they stronger throughout the pot? Yeah, massive. I mean, like, I mean, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I had a problem early on with them just growing right through the root control. Oh yeah. Uh, like the, the, yeah. the they were growing right through the pot socks. Like they just did not give a fuck. So it's I get like. Yeah, I yeah. So it's now, like yeah. that. That that's how you know that like uh, yeah. you're having massive root. I mean, because I use I think, the AirPods and they're supposed to quote unquote air prune the roots, and it's like right. yeah, right. Like no, nope, I'm just coming right through this fabric bag right into your yeah, water, water, water as right much there. water as I can. <laughs> yeah, I think Luke. Yeah, right. So Luke had showed me that, and he was like, uh, "Hey, look, uh, this is Nick. Look what happened. He's got his roots growing through his thing. He's like, what should he do?'" I was like. 
You tell him congratulations. I was like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking broke through the root talk. It's great. Give him another root talk. You know, like, it's like, that's awesome. I always, I'm always proud when I see that, you know? But, um, yeah, but yeah, so. It, 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 it's a good problem to have, per yeah, se. Some of the, yeah. the root balls I've seen from people that use Autopots are absolutely incredible. I mean, like yeah. you were saying, I mean, I can't even see soil at the bottom of, right. of the ball. It's just all white. Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I've had guys whose pots have so that the root growth is so crazy are square pots, you know? They'll 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 bulge out and get more circular because the roots are so crazy and then they can't even take the pot out of the tray. Cause cause it cause it pushes so hard on the sides of the pot and, and makes it start getting circular instead of square of the pot or plastic pots. Um, but at the same time and like just going back to your root question, I can nerd out on these roots all day, but um yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the guys who don't fill the pot, like Nick, you get great root growth throughout your pot, and that's awesome, and, and that you've transitioned into that just straight, uniform blend throughout the pot without any drainage material. Um, but and some guys will just get that congregation of roots at the bottom and still tell me, best grow I ever had, best 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 harvest I, I, I've done in, like, you know, years, it, even when they mess it up. And that's what I was going back to is that even, like, some guys don't fall some directions here, and, and it's just kind of dummy-proof in that sense that, that the system will make up for it just because of the constant availability of, of, of nutrients and water. So, but, but as you tune in and like you've been doing, you can get to the point where like you start examining your root ball and seeing you know how much you're getting. And, and the more you get there, just the, the, the better you'll do, right? More roots. Mm -hmm. root. Yep. So exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. As you know, I, I set these up at a, you know, a lot of different people's places. Then the number one pushback I get from people mm -hmm. is they're like, wait a minute, no air stone in the bucket. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> No airstone needed. As a matter of fact, that's going to be detrimental. What I like to do right. is I'll just set up a submersible pump on like a waterfall effect, so it just pumps the water up and right back down. And yep. um, that's, that's been working. That's been working great for me. It keeps everything stirred up at the bottom while adding oxygen to the water. It's like a win-win, and without affecting the pH. The reservoir. Correct. Right. No. Correct. Yeah, and you're you're on it because uh, really to influence a pH change in a body of water, right? And, and we, we want to keep the pH stable in this tank. And and there's some benefits to using the autopot system compared to other systems because a lot of these other hydro systems, you look at a system like this, and you, you normally see recirculation. Like somebody didn't know what autopots were, they would just assume there's recirculation going on. There is in here, and, and that helps keep pH more stable in the water source, but Another thing that affects pH shift is, is, is oxygen air passing through the water. So that's why we tell you to avoid the air stone because it, it can cause problems with pH drift. Um, and we don't need that oxygen oxygenation there in, in, in the pot um, as long as you're not, you know, as long as you're, 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 you have a properly mixed substrate, which is one of the most important things in using this system is making sure you have a blended substrate that has, you know, uh, properties of, of, of wicking like cocoa or soil and then aeration provided by things like perlite and clay pebbles um and, and that'll ensure the oxygen there and then we have the option for the air dome as well which will lightly push air through your through your through your root system and, and your substrate um yeah you yeah, know i've never actually used the air domes it's something i wanted to look into i just I'll do it, you yeah I'll okay. them whenever you're ready i'll throw them over but um you know for me and i shouldn't say this to be in the company because it's a great upsell you know but um but just so great you know even without those and uh, but but you can definitely never hurt you, and, they, and some people swear. Some people won't even grow in auto pots without using them, and 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 they kill it. So I mean, it, it's up to the user. They're by no means are they necessary, but they, but they're great, and they'll do nothing but but help you. They'll never hurt you. Um, I'm well, only, I'm always looking out my game. 
no doubt. Well, dude, I'll definitely hook you up, man. Definitely. Nice. I got nice. you. Yeah. And those yeah, just yeah, connect yeah. to like a regular air pump, right? And um, yeah, just, but so it, it's interesting because again, it's something that, that is unique to our system. But you know, nobody ever pushes air through a substrate, right? Like we're kind of the first people to do that in the sense that um, I've seen other people mess around with it, but it, you, the substrate you can never push air through a substrate if it gets even a little bit dry because that would destroy the roots. But our system's unique in the sense that, that you have a substrate that's constantly saturated. And because of that, we have the ability to, to lightly push air through through the substrate. So one thing to be conscious of, you know, when introducing the air domes into the system is making sure you have the right amount of air going through the domes. Because if you do too much, if you go like hydro level, like you have a DWC, that's not, that's not, that's not the strength you want. It's much lighter because if you go too hard, the air just finds the easiest way to get out of the pot. You know, so uh, so it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's 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 one liter of air per dome per minute is is okay. is what we need, and you can you know you can convert that into however you want. But that's essentially that's the area you want to be in as far as how much air is passing through one of those, and it just lightly pushes through the soil and just creates a more oxygenated environment for the roots within a substrate, which again, is, is pretty unique. Like I've never seen anybody throw an air stone in a pot, you know? Yeah. So I have a background in fish tanks. Um, and I, I know a lot about water okay. quality. So I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to trying to think now I wouldn't take that, that big of an air pump to, uh, you know, do like, a, let's yeah. say an eight to 12 pot setup. Like you wouldn't, yeah. you people would think you would need much bigger, you know? You know, what's funny is I, I often push people towards the, the aquarium store before the hydro store when they're getting them. Cause I'm like, you know what, man, if you only have a few pots set up, which a lot of guys just home growers, that people, I'm like, you need something a little more low key, go to the aquarium store, go to the hydro store. The hydro store has these fucking beefed up air pumps, you know? And it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of times. Like hot boxes boxes too. Like they'll raise the temperature in your right? room a couple of degrees. No problem. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. They are, especially because they're running all the time. So yeah. yeah. And they're loud as fuck. And you know, if you don't, they'll vibrate your freaking house apart. <laughs> but I'd like to see, man. I'd like to see how you would do with the, like, considering you've been growing with the system for years and you've been doing so well, I, I, I really get curious, guys like you, if you did introduce the air air domes just to, like, a few of your pots of, of what the results would be. I'd be very curious yeah, to, to see that. I think that that would be now. a great test on, like, a clone-only run where, you know, yeah. everything's the same. Like, the cut's the right. same. They're all be obviously all being fed the same. You know, let's right. say half this side of the room has AirPods, this side doesn't. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. I think that'd be great and um, yeah. very informative for for people to watch, entertaining for sure. Cool, man. Well, you know, you know, we got you, man. We got you. And if, if there's anything else in our catalog, like different products that you, that you that you see and you want to try, I mean, we have a lot of really innovative stuff. And and listen, and, and, and I wish I could take credit for it, but but again, it goes back to to Jason, the the owner of Autopot and the innovator of it over in the UK. He just spends his spare time just finding funky things he can do with his aqua valve and like I, I love listening to his videos he's just something about that british voice that's just so soothing right i agree 100 one of the things i wanted to ask too like I, when i when i look at the autopod website sometimes my head just starts to spin i'm like I, I don't know what's going on like you know what, what do i need if i just want like a basic setup um, give me like a, a package, you know what I mean? And yeah. so many options. There's so many different products. Um, I'm sure they all work, but it's like we do. You know, you know that it's the right tool for the right job, right? At the end of the day, um, and uh, 
you know, we're always available to, to give guidance to people. You know, anybody listening who, who is curious, I mean, you, you can call our number or my number, um, and I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions. And, you know, at the end of the podcast, I'll give that information out if it's okay, just if people want to yeah, reach out. Of course. But, um, but yeah, look, and I'll tell you one thing, just, just some, 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 just to point people in the right direction. I mean, in, with, with indoor growing, and Nick, what size pots are you using currently? I use the five gallon fabric pots in the XL modules. Yeah, the five-gallon fabric, no doubt. So the, the biggest mistake I'll see sometimes that people go is is we have our 3.9 square pot, right? And then yep. we have you're in between these with your five-gallon fabric. And a lot of people cuff the fabric. They'll cuff it like a sleeve and then fill it with like, you know, four gallons of, fab, of, of substrate sometimes, depending on what they're doing. And then we have the XL pot. And I'll say like the biggest thing I'll say is when people make a mistake is they go for the XL and they should have gone for the for the, for the the 3.9, the, the original auto pot, the um, – the, the the four gallon pot yeah it's um, probably the most common one sold it, it should be but but you'd be, you'd be surprised you know the first few years auto pot selling out here and just typical americans we always just want things bigger like oh you know and bigger pot <laughs> you know in the bristling the europeans they laugh at it you know they, they, they already assumed we would do that you know they they, they knew where we were going to go but um and i constantly tell people that in an indoor scenario when you're using the system as a means of fertigation generally a pot that's three point three to four gallons will be fine if it's constant feed. You can you can grow a giant plant out of it if you want, um, but people still gravitate towards like an XL pot. It's almost seven gallon, and I think a lot of times because they've been hand feeding a pot probably that size, even a ten gallon pot. You don't realize in a system like this, a seven gallon pot can grow a giant plant. Um, so you know, if the system's being used with like a living soil, you know, if, if, if your nutrition is in your soil. And, and 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 you're growing indoors that way. You need the volume of soil, and the XLs are great. Yes. But generally, through when, when fertigation is being used, the, the fabric pot you're using, like fabric or our 3.9 gallon pot, I, I would tell people the direction to go. Um, you know, and and that's the biggest thing I'll see between those. And um, you know, then we have the tray systems. We have you know four by two eight pot systems. We have the, the our four by four nine pot XL system tray system which is one valve feeding nine pots with, with on a tray it, it, it is very popular mainly commercially for like vertical tiered um commercial yep. setups you know where we have like racking like warehouse style racking that, that a lot of times is mobile um or, or can move great um, for us like a sea of green setup yeah yeah man I, I see some really cool stuff done with it but sometimes people guys will buy those and put them in their tents and they still do well with it you know um but but you're right you know it can be a little difficult to navigate some of the products we have and i'll tell you we have we have some really uh, like exciting stuff coming out over the next like six to eight months that'll be coming out and some some different things that I think will be pretty cool for a lot of people nice. and uh, that's yeah that's the best leading I'll give right now on it but we, we got some cool stuff some stuff that people are asking for so it's just Kevin it's just gonna get more confusing when you get to the website you know like, <laughs> gonna, like, gonna make my head spin more yeah exactly no one exactly. of the other things um, I definitely wanted to talk to you about too is I, I I'm an organic grower. Um, uh -huh. I wouldn't say I necessarily use living soil, but I use soil. Um, it's not cocoa and perlite like, like uh, Monster uses, but um, it does the job for me. And that one of the things, um, you know, I, I still feed its organic um, nutrients. And it's like a okay. wettable powder that mixes up into a water, but it is still kind of like goopy. You know what I mean? It's not like a really right. clean nutrient. Um, right. I've heard that the autopot system has trouble dealing with that kind of stuff. Like it might get clogged. Yeah, no, I definitely can get problematic. 
Um, okay. I, 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 I think that the older system with the quarter-inch valves, you might have mm-hmm. a harder time with organics, but with the new 3 8 valve, I think it could handle something like that, no problem. And what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – well, yeah, you're right. That's what, that's what I was going to say. So it was very problematic in, in the uh, in the quarter-inch lines, um, but there were ways – to, to, to go around that, um, that that could be decently effective that people were doing. And, I mean, I've had guys like, you know, I had a dude in Michigan when he won a cannabis cup as flower for um, for using Vega Matrix in his auto pot system, you know, in the quarter-inch lines. So, you know, there's ways to do it, but usually that means following, you know, a, a tank or a half tank of organic liquid feed with water to flush the lines after. And sometimes... Um, and this is outside of the way our system is designed, but people will put an inline pump in your main line and recirculate the, the your, li- your liquid nutrient, your organic liquid nutrient back into the tank. That way it's always moving. So it doesn't have time to take up too much, right? So like, there are workarounds, but like Nick said, the the the, the new three-inch line is pretty big. It, it's bigger than I've seen anything when it comes to like drip feeding or anything like that. Um, so clogging those is tough, but I'll be honest with you, it's not impossible. Like I, I talk to people that, they manage to clog them. It's very difficult, but that being said, if you're not just flushing minimum, the lines at the end, like the at the end right. of any run, you're, you're supposed to have like an open line where you can open and flush. Like you know, I do it every right. couple of days. There um, you go. The more the more you do that, the better off you'll be. And, and the one other thing I'd say is just um, implementing you know SOP where you 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 follow your your tank of feed with like a half day or like a day of water. And that keeps things pretty clean too. You know, having that just period of water right behind your liquid organic feed. Um, Sometimes, and one of the things Jason has kind of put an SOP around this too, is having a second tank that you can just just turn off one and turn on the other, just plug it in. That's just a water tank. I'm actually glad you you said that. um, Because at all of my Autopod setups, I have a secondary res that I will feed like compost teas with or microbes. Because microbes don't really like sitting in a tank of water for too long. Right. They they, they kind of change and become less effective. So I have a five-gallon tank um, that I just, fi- you know, I'll fill and turn it on. It's, it's connected to the same setup. Turn the other one off and allow that to feed either my compost tea or, my, like, my micro blend. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of funny you said that because I, I wasn't aware that that was even SOP. But it just made sense to me, you know. You're on it, dude. You're on it, man. Like, you, yeah. you're, 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 your natural instinct with this has been pretty good. Everything you told me has been, like, you're you're progressing well with the system and, and like, in a natural progression of, of a way to get better. Like, the second tank and the full pot full of, you know, uniform substrate as opposed to the drainage layer and realizing what you're, like, everything you're doing is moving in the direction of just getting better with the system. So, uh, just, you're doing, you're doing perfect with it. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's uh, definitely been a game changer for me. Um I, I, you know, the biggest, uh, besides not having an air pump, the biggest thing I have, I think people have a hard time getting over is the fact that you're not, um, having any runoff. And mm-hmm. that's like a, that's a big deal to people, especially like you were, you know, basically it was like gospel that like, if you didn't have runoff, then you were going to have problems. Like it was inevitable. Yeah. That was just, the no, no, no. You, you were t- you were talking, and that's the that's the that's the opposition I run into a lot, man. And I'm always trying to kind of just get people to, to look at it a different way, you know. But um, but yeah, it, it is tough to, to wrap your head around that. It was tough for me at first, I'll be honest with you. But when you look at the science and then you look at the results, um, then then you start understanding better. Um, 
I think if yeah. you were top watering, like um, where there wasn't any runoff, I, I think you could run into issues that way, because it's not the salts aren't going to just rise to the top; they're going to go to the bottom, um, right? And, and, yeah. and, and build up that way. So I think that when you step back and you think about how the system works, you know, because it's being bottom fed rather than top fed, you can get away with the no waste, zero flush type mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, um, I mean, it, so readings like like reading your runoff become not they're not really an option as much, and we're kind of looking towards the plants as a barometer of what's going on in the pot a lot of the time, and and just being very conscious of the situation of of your reservoir, and and you know the the strength and pH of the water coming in is going to be really important, but it's decently stable in the system, and these become your cues as an auto pot grower more than some of these traditional cues in other ways that you were checking some other stuff, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it it is it is a bit different, but uh, but uh, it, it, in my opinion, and I think it pretty pretty obviously, it's a lot easier to use once once you get the hang of it. A lot easier. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. I do. Uh, I will say, I, I see. Uh, I do see like so areas that have like a, a stronger culture of hydro, like like Cali in Colorado, Washington State. The guys that have really been doing it for a while in areas that I've been going to for a long time, and I started to see that's where the biggest pushback will come from. People have been like, they've been grinding it out for such like decades and decades, certain way. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit, man. Sorry. And I'm like, no, really, it really works. But uh, and I see even more emerging markets <laughs> like 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 areas like like Oklahoma and, and Michigan has been great. But I've been going to Michigan for a long time. It's hard to call them emerging, but like you know, in, in parts of New England where guys were just like open to trying anything, are just fucking killing it with it, you know. And that brings some of their Cali and Colorado boys see it, and they're like, "Oh shit, I should try this," you know. Like, look what this guy's doing, and, you know. And he's 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 pretty green, so yeah, it's it's interesting for sure. But um, but uh, so I actually have a pretty, pretty funny story on how I got started with Autopots. So um, I was setting up. Uh, I, I had had to take a hiatus from growing for a little bit over a year, and I decided to start growing again. And I set up a top feed drip system and i was having just so many problems trying to dial this in to get each plant to to drink up what it wanted and i a friend of mine i don't know if you know him um qb grower on instagram um he's he's another one of yeah he's like a big advocate for auto pots um, okay. and he okay. was he was he was trying to sell us auto pots for like a long long time like dude guys this is the way like i'm telling you this is the way okay. so yeah. and i and i was like i was looking into how the system worked and it was like a bottom feed system so i'm like okay okay now at the time i didn't really want to spend the money on them to to find out whether or not they worked so i set up like uh you know my way of, the, of an auto pot like i had a, a flood tray and i would flood uh -huh. it with a pump like three or four times a day and they right. were just drinking from the bottom, and yeah. I, it was it was one of the best grows I ever had. And I'm like, if I can do this with a pump, there's no reason why the system itself, you know, with a, a valve that regulates the flow of the water, why that couldn't work. And so I, I bit right in right away with a twelve pot site, and I haven't looked back. Right and after I, that I one grow, you had one run where you did that, and then the very next one is when you when you jumped in. Yeah, because I was like, I saw how healthy the plants were, just being bottom fed, um, nice. no top yeah. feed, no no waste, no runoff, and I mm -hmm. and, and I was like, it made sense to me. I'm like, I, I this can work, so right. I you know I bit the bullet, bought a twelve pot site, and now I own you know a bunch of them, <laughs> and uh, 
I, I just, I wouldn't, I'm not looking back at all. Like, I have no yeah, interest no, in trying in any other method. That's cool, man. I love hearing it. And I definitely, I've, I've had that story a few times from guys, guys that tell me that they, they did that setup for actually for years. And then once they saw the Autopod, they, they're like, oh, I was already on it. You know, I was on it for years. But yeah, I saw your system. I got it. But um, it, it brings them into it. And uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, you saw it firsthand. So. Exactly. One of the things I wanted to ask you also, Manny, was the, um, as an organic grower, one of the things I hear a lot is that the top of my soil has like the most biodiversity in it. Like it has the most microbes, uh, breaking down all those organic amendments, uh, feeding those feeder roots, which spread out right at the top there. Um, uh -huh. How far up does the water actually wick? I mean, will the top of that soil actually still get moist? Go all the way up the pot? Moist. <laughs> he said moist. Um, yeah, look, it, it depends on your soil blend. I think um, on the organic side of things, um, there, there's there, there's uh, a lot of trial and error on, on getting what you want right in your pot. And a lot of times that, that really is... Um, directly associated with with the just the components of, of your sub of your of your soil you know you're building yeah, yeah. your soil whatever's in it so if you have um a soil that has you know more components that that are tend to to hold water and help wick it up to the top then yes you know it's it's in in when we're feeding salts um through the system as a means of fertigation um we're, we're conscious of the fact that like we're using a particular blend of substrate that's very airy and that the water is only going to make it up a certain uh, amount because we want the salts to get pushed up that top layer where they're unavailable to the plant. But in an organic scenario that we kind of, we, we don't have to worry about those residual, residual salts anymore. Um, and uh, the, the, the pot uh, being saturated to the top wouldn't be an issue. So you would, you would, you would mess with blends of soil that would ensure that the top of the soil would be wetter. But at the same time, I mean, in, in normal or liquid organic feeding, when you're feeding by hand, it's a different scenario. Everything's everything's being pushed down and flushed down to the bottom. And here we have a strong upward pull of of um, from the capillary action of the, of the roots feeding and just the wicking properties of your soil. So it kind of reverses things as well. So when you talk about that biodiversity and availability um, being located at the top, that can shift a bit as well. Um, okay. And I I will say just just in a like in a larger scale like our largest commercial clients um, traditionally it's changing a little more now. We're getting a lot more. Um, you know, mineral salts being fed on, on a large level, but but for, for tr traditionally with Autopot commercially in the U.S., our biggest clients are, are organic, and they're using organic soil blends. Like in Massachusetts, one of the largest, in all of New England, one of the largest facilities and growers is um, is, is Garden Remedies um, there in Massachusetts, and, and they've been yeah, using our system for a very long time. Yeah, and and they've been you know working on different soil blends and perfecting what they're doing on an organic level so well. I mean, I, I've I've been in that facility many times. They have some beautiful flower there. I mean, it's just, I would it's love just the tour of that facility. The videos look friends. amazing. Yeah, well, we, we, we have right. yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're great guys over there, and they just do such great work. I mean, uh, to the point where, like, they've taught me stuff about my own system and, and how they use it with organics, and and, and, and like they, they, the attention they put has just been um, has been amazing. But but just just That's what awesome. I'm highlighting is, and, and this is that just one example there in New England, but we have that across the country. And, and, and oftentimes these growers that are growing 10,000 auto pots at a time um, are organic, you know, um, and are using organic soil blends and, and they're crushing it with it. So 
um, it's just kind of a testament to that that the ability is there to do it, man. And I, um, I think at the end of the day, um, the success comes in this scenario more more than others through trial and error, you know, and yeah. finding the right blend of soil. And like, just as an example, again, since, since you guys are in Massachusetts, Garden Remedies, they did that many times over 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 the years and have have changed their soil and blends and where they source things from to get things perfect. But that's what you have to do when you're at that level, you know, when you're doing things, you know. 10,000 times over a time every few months, like you, you got to hone in and, and, and pick the right blend. So that's what it would come now, down to, man. I'm curious on how they got connected with Autopots in the, in the beginning. Like, you know, oftentimes facilities at large, it, it comes down to somebody doing a lot of research and looking around um, for something that, that works best for what they're doing. Um, and uh, hey, you guys still there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. No, it got really quiet. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, oftentimes what I've seen, um, as long as they've been using it, is people um, at a higher level when they were just brainstorming about what they were going to do, really looked at a lot of options and didn't thought outside the box. And thought, when I say that, thought outside of the United the confines of our country and looking to other countries and what they're doing and what was working, and they stumble upon Autopot and bring it in. Um, you know, so that, that's what I've seen a lot of oftentimes with that. And um, the director of cultivation there originally, who's gone on and done like really good things since then. I think would, would be one of the guys really behind it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when, when you're growing with, if your focus is to be fully organic on a large scale and you're trying to automate, um, you know, we're, we're, if not the best option, one of the best options out there. Um, Cause it just, it just, it fits the needs so well, especially with, with um, a living soil, the, the amount of water we're bringing, the amount of saturation that's present, um, in the way that it's controlled with the plants being being in charge of it is just it's unmatched. Like top feed, it'll do great, man. But I, but just the stuff I see from Autopot, I think it blows it out of the water. You know, on that level, when it comes to organics, living soil on a large scale. Yeah, no, you know? I, I I definitely I'm a believer. I really am. It just it comes down to me just making the commitment and getting. Yeah, we got to get you on it, bro. Listen, I, I whatever really you am. need, man. I yeah. I got you. Whatever you need, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do it. And one thing I'll say. So there is some trial and error at the beginning, but the cool thing about Autopod is every pot can be something different. You know, I just just um, just label them with some tape and be like, you know, in this pot, this was my mix. I did a little more of this, a little less of this, and this one, I you know, so your first grow, you might have maybe you have six plants, six pots, and each one is a little different, but you but you catalog that on the pots. So you know what's in there, and at the end, you can kind of assess the, the, the results and be like, I kind of see this working better. So on the next grow, you do more variations of what was specifically in one of those pots, and I think Again, trial and error is the best thing that will get you to, to exactly what will work for you best in your scenario when it well, comes to growing organically with the system. I'm sure I can make it work. And I mean, listen, yeah. I'm I'm at the point I'm at now. I'm it's taken me like an hour just to water a couple plants because I'm I'm you know I'm being so deliberate with it and like trying to get the whole pot like fully saturated with even amount of moisture and it's just like right. oh give me a break already i know i it, that's where i'm at it's just like if i if i can automate this process i mean and get my life back i mean my, 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 my life my wife would be happy you know like i'd be happy it would be great oh yeah dude she'd be ecstatic uh, it's funny you say that because we've always we float around this this t-shirt idea or slogan it's uh is, is take your weekends back but i like take my life back a lot better because it's just more it's a little more, a little more desperation there's just a little there's a little more desperation in that and i love it <laughs> t-shirt yeah uh, 
That's but, where I'm coming uh, we, from, man. I need hey, my listen, wife back. You guys have been good supporters, man. So, you know, when you're ready, man, you just holler at us. And I got you. All right. All right. Hey, I want to show people how, um, you know, you can make organics work with it. I think I think I have a pretty good soil blend that's, like, nice and aerated. Um, you know, I incorporate some some cocoa, some rice hulls, um, mm -hmm. things like that just to um, – yeah, get the open it up. Open yeah, it open up. Open it up. It's nice, nice, nice and loose. And um, yeah, maybe even well, add man. a touch more cocoa to your blend. Mm -hmm. Would probably be my recommendation. Uh, will do. Yeah, will but do. honestly, man, that's the fun part. That's why I like growing. I like experimenting. Like I think it's cool. Like the new system and different soil blends and like cataloging, like like labeling the pots. It's just it's kind of fun, you know, and seeing what works best and kind of like moving on and perfecting it. Um, I have noticed like certain cultivars don't particularly like they're not thrilled with the constant source of water. Um, yeah. and it's not always like, you know, if you, if you do like, like, let's say you, you fill a room with uh, 12 plants from seed, you'll have like one, maybe two sometimes. And it's not all the time. They're just like, you know what? I'm not digging this. But then as soon as it, you know, they start flowering, they're like, fuck yeah, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> it, 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 and if you're, if you're tuned in to a certain way to do something you've been doing for, like sometimes, I, like Autopod might not be the answer because when we come to organics like that and, and, and we're looking at these soil blends, um, the, the, the level of saturation is very important. So, you know, it may not be for everybody always, you know. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I, ha I have grown plants that um, do seem to not like a lot of water in the beginning and then once they mature it's like yeah give me all of it right now mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so you know I, I, it's one thing yeah it's like you you can you can get in tune with that when you're a hand waterer but like how would you deal with that in an auto pot system or would you just well you know, say uh, what i what i do and even if my plants aren't experiencing those issues I shut the system off every now and then for a day or so. Because oh, okay. the, way, the way I look at it, right, uh, is let's say I shut it off. Well, from the, that moment that I've shut them off, those plants are at 100% saturation. The pots are soaked. Um, so, like, they can go, you know, I've had them go 24, 36, even 48 hours like that before. <laughs> and I, and I kind of feel like it makes the roots, like, try to grow even more and, like, search for that water that's not there. You know what I mean? Uh, there's been experiments done where um, they've had, like, plants growing next to, like, underground water lines. And, like, those roots can travel a, quite a distance and actually try to, like, break themselves through that pipe just to get that running water. Like, they can sense that running water. Uh, They're hungry, but so this is, this is your plant's yeah. life energy. This is, this is the energy of your plant being used to search out water when you already have a water source. And so I'll just push back a little bit just because of the design of the auto pot is made to be running all the time, you know, in an environment where it's thriving because you have a soil blend that provides enough oxygen, you know? So I'll say the only time I've, I've legitimately seen the, the, the system turned off for good reasons is because plants are growing too fast. You know, um, <laughs> it's, it's like, like I, I've had these conversations. I look back to to, get, to, to Jason because he's the guy designing this, so he'll take it a little personally sometimes, which I like. You know, and he'll be like, "Oh no, mate!" He's like, "Don't turn the thing off, not unless you want your plants not to grow." The fuck you? Know? <laughs> he'll be like, wait, wait, wait. So, so yeah, so yes, your plants can can seek out more, but like you should have good root growth, especially by the time you're in in, in, in flowering and um, 
and, and if to, to, to have your plant seeking out water, that that's top growth energy, you know? So, you know, it, it, it's each, to each his own and, and, and how you use your system. And people talk to me about massaging, right? The, uh, the tap on the, uh, on the tank. But, um, my philosophy is fucking balls to the wall open all the time and just optimize everything else. So the plant can, can be feeding without any, any, um, anything inhibiting it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, it's um one of the things um one of the inside jokes we have around here. Like I I still do bot- bottom water um when I feed my plants a lot, and we call it nice. butt chugging. <laughs> so I, I just want to say, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just want to throw it out there. Auto Pop wants to use that in their marketing. It, it would be okay with me. Um, you know, just we'll throw you a few bucks. I'll throw you a few bucks every time. <laughs> yeah, just maybe a shout out, like a, a mention or something. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I, I did that for years, man. I would just fill up the saucer. You know, at times I never could. It would just fill up anyways, right? When I when I feed through the top, especially when I'm to fabric and you know cocoa oh and perlite, yeah, just flow through there and just fill my saucer up. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just fill the saucer and leave for the night. You know. Yep, it's no, fascinating. Yeah, I, I was doing that. Sucks it right up. It's just like it does. you can watch it, take it in, man. If it's if it's ready for it, like you fill that thing up and just you know, and it's like holy crap, it's ready for some more. You know? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no, so it's, I'm already kind of you know I, I like to say sometimes in my posts I'm like I I, I have a manual auto pot system. Um, right. You know I'm I'm I'm, I'm always bottom watering. Um, it's just. You know, I do it's, it by hand. It's, it's really efficient. And, you know, just to, to tackle some of the stuff, you know, that, that people say, we were saying before, but <clears throat> Nick, you, you touched on this, like when it comes to the, the, the salts being pushed to the top, you're like, oh, the, you know, there's no, there's no runoff where they're going. That's one thing. And then, um, and then another thing we were like, how the hell do you flush these things? And it's the same thing. It's just bottom to top. It's more efficient. You know, we feel when you're going to flush, However long you do it, and whenever you do it, normally, you would just u- utilize our tanks, and we're going bottom to top, you know. And it's just it's a little more comprehensive, and it's more efficient at the end of the day. And that's another one of those misconceptions that you got to get around people as they initially look at it, and they're like, "I don't like this for a few reasons," and then you just got to kind of tackle like, "What are those reasons?" And you start picking off these things. And at the end of the day, it's just education, you know. Um, yeah, it, you talk about education, but that that go, uh, goes hand in hand with flushing itself. Flushing's a myth. I'm sorry if that right. hurts anybody. No, no, um, no, no. I, mean, I like. I actually, I enjoy this argument. I, I see it. I see it. I've seen it for years, the, and I see it all the time. The burn is all in the drying cure, hundred percent. And if if you dry it like shit, it's gonna burn black. If you dry it like nice and slow and low, um, you're gonna get like a nice clean uh, ash. Now, I will say this much. If you're like super pushing your plants like three to four EC, um, that bud's gonna burn like shit anyway, just because you've burnt the hell out of it. And like, um, and in in flower, like when you're pushing high levels of nitrogen, that's just no bueno um, for for the quality of the flower. So, yeah, I mean, but no amount of flushing is gonna bring that back. Like it doesn't you know, matter. I, I, I generally I, I agree with you, right? I do, but then then I still worry at the same time just because of my life and the whole time I've grown. It's almost like like I know ghosts don't exist, but when the lights go out and I'm in the room by myself, I'm just like a little bit scared. Like you know, 
like I know as a fact, like everything factual inside that you're saying, I totally agree with it. But, but there's that like little part of you that just believes in some weird, like I, I, my whole life, you know, and believing the flush needs to be there. And, exactly. And, 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 you know you what know, will just, blow your mind is I flush anyway, and there's a couple reasons why. Um, well, this this is gonna fuck with people totally. If you, there was a study done, I forget by the, the company, but basically the conclusion of the study is people preferred the non-flush cannabis more. And what they also realized that during the, the two-week flush, the plants that weren't flushed and the plants that were flushed basically yielded the same amount. So what that's telling me is during the last you know week and a half to two weeks of flower, that plant isn't consuming a whole lot of nutrients. It's pretty much done what it's going to do. And... It really only needs water from there on out. So I flush to save money um, because the, if the plants aren't going to necessarily consume that, those nutrients that I'm pushing through, why, why give them to them? And secondly, right. you, you do get a little bit of like a senescence, a little bit of fade. Um, right. Just natural, you, you flush right? Them. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I feel that that only helps with the dry because if you're removing some of that chlorophyll, that's the enemy anyway. Um, yeah, mine, and, and mine as well. Though but, I was saying potency, but, potency as well could be could be affected as well. With, with, yeah, with yeah, 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 hundred percent. So like, not that flushing is bullshit, but the reason why people are doing it and the mindset yeah. behind it is is bullshit. Like once you yeah. realize what you're really doing, you're not flushing nutrients from the plant. You're flushing the nutrients from your medium. Which in turn is going to make the plant, you know, consume any rations that it may have, and and give you that fade that that you're looking for. I think once right. people understand it like that, then then they come at it at a, at a different approach and maybe kind of rethink their. So if you, you know, just bro, bro stop, science. stop feeding yeah. during the last it's not... two three weeks, then you're essentially flushing. Correct. Correct. Right. It's a fun grenade to throw, like, in a forum, though. Be like, oh, flushing's bullshit, and just get everybody fucking start arguing about it. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It's yeah. So like, people start, people's heads start steaming. And I've gotten into they arguments do. with people, like, online. I just laugh. You know, like, yeah. you, you do you, buddy, you know? And, like, these days, the you do you is pretty much go fuck yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. well, I'll be like, back in the day, and I'm, I'm from Florida, too, and, like, Miami, and, and growing was, was, you know, done a certain way in, in different parts around the country in the same way, but I'll say, like, we were using a lot of PGRs. <laughs> so we were like, we need to flush that out of the soil so the plant ain't uptaking that anymore and like, start doing what we want to do, you know? So, like, in those instances, I would say definitely flush. Get get some of that yep. stuff out of there if you're using them, you know? But, um, but now I'm with you, man. I, I, I do, I agree with what you're saying. Like I said, again, it's like, uh, like I also don't believe in ghosts, but I get a little scared when the lights go kind of thing. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like still kind of in the back of my head. I'm like, fuck, I should do it anyway, you know. But you, you, you brought in some some legitimate scientific reasons for it, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've tried it both ways. Like, I actually one of the last crops I, I harvested, um, I didn't flush at all. I wanted to see what the difference was, and I didn't even notice a difference. So it's like, you know, flush, don't flush. It's up to you, bro. You know, do what you want. Yeah. I don't uh, yeah, yeah. recommend flushing. I mean, especially after you do a number two that's just common courtesy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do a courtesy flush for myself fuck anybody else i'm just like i don't want you know uh, yeah i mean you want to breathe in that methane gas fuck that no dude no way <laughs> no what should i be uh, yeah um, nice. so manny real quick i, I, was, I asked first like 
how the autopop system was invented. It does kind of interest me. I don't know if you have a couple minutes to talk about that. Um. Wow. So yeah, this is the the, the, the mythical beginnings of autopop. Um. You know, what I'll keep it to is that there, there was uh, there were designs for a way to do this that that just wasn't done 100% the right way. And then the gentleman that should be credited with this is his name is Jason Ralph Smith. He's from the United Kingdom. And he's the person who perfected this method and innovated it in the right way where it could be utilized the way it is today. And, and, and that was about 20 years ago, I'd say, you know, that that Autopot has been available worldwide. Um, the U.S. history is a little bit less, but but it's been about a couple decades where where it's been in its modern form, you know. Um, but uh, but you know there there were some attempts previously in different parts of the world. I just don't think that they they hit it right on the head properly. So it, it, the the credit goes to the Brits and, and to Jason in particular for for doing it properly. You know, um, the the original versions we're on our uh, Aqua Valve Five currently, so it's the fifth iteration of, of the valve. Um, and really over time, all that's really happened with it to, to change the function, the functionality of the valve hasn't changed. It's the, um, just the, the aperture of the entry point, you know, the, the opening and just bringing it and getting as, as big as we can, you know, um, to the point where we make our own tubing for it now, you know, for, so it can handle what we want to put through it. But, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's generally, that's generally it right there. It's been about a couple decades, um, and we're hoping that in the next few years, especially here in the States, because, like, Autopot's killing in the U.S., man. And, and like, if you want to do anything great, and sorry, I'm a fucking American, like, you, you do it in the United States. Like, we do shit the best, you know? And as Autopot's been brought here, and, and maybe the Brits won't like me saying this, but, um, like, we, we're, we're rocking it really well. And, and, and the way people are utilizing it and on the scale we're utilizing it on, I mean, this is becoming, you know, um, the biggest market for Autopot. And I expect in the next few years for us to, to just really to start just penetrating the culture a little more. And I like for me at the end of the day, you know, a, a, a random grower walks into his local grow store um, and is looking at a way to grow. And I just want like commonly for this to be an option for him to use. Cause the today, and it happens a little more often today that that is an option, but, but you know, years, the years, the years that have passed, like five years ago, you walk in the store, nobody even ever mentioned, it. it's not even an option. I just want it to be an option for people. Like, look, you can set up, you can hand feed, you can do one of these, you know, flow and grows, you can do one of these current cultures, you know, and go this recirculating route, or there's this auto pot and bottom feeding technique, just your gravity that, that you can do as well. I just want it to be an option for people, you know, and, and it's just penetrating the culture and seeing it. But but I think in the next few years, we are going to see a little more mainstream, you know, and like, Nick, like using the system four years ago, man, like you, you were, you know, in a, in a small, uh, in a smaller percentile than you are even today by, by, by quite a bit, you know? So we're we're seeing like an oh yeah, I mean it's only um, been up uh, recently that I have seen it in my local grocery yeah, store. People are like, like, yeah, yeah. I used to be like, man, I wish you guys had like these silicones or like these you know parts for the aqua valve or whatever. Right. And yeah. they were like, what the hell is that? I'm like, dude, you guys need to get on this. Um, mm -hmm. They finally did, and, and luckily they actually they have really great pricing. Like they're not trying to hose you. Um, no doubt. Which store? Which store is that? You mind saying that you go to? Um, yeah, Green Harvest Hydroponics. Um, oh, Green Harvest. Yeah, no, those guys are yeah. good. Those guys, yep. uh, Peabody. Yep. yep, Peabody, and then they own a store in New Hampshire in Plasto. Well. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But uh, but look, it's it's still something like we're working at all the time, you know. And uh, 
Yeah, fuck, dude. I don't know. We might have to put you on staff here soon, bro, because you're like you're, you're you're preaching the word pretty good. I mean, you've been on top of this. I do have stuff. a background in sales, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, hey, this is this. Yeah, this might be a private conversation here soon, man. But I know you like you've been on top of it, man, and it's uh it, it's good to hear. But you know, we're working hard, and and we think um you know we'll we'll, we'll permeate the culture even more and be more of an option for people as as time goes forward. You know. I think you're use. right about there, to be honest. I mean, uh, auto pots are kind of like the thing you learn about right after you buy all your grow equipment. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize that existed. I yeah. just put all my money towards that. Like, I, I mean, I'm being honest. And, no, man. Like, dude, I'll tell you, like, because I'm in sales, right? I'm, I'm, I'm out of sales for the company and, and part of the ownership here in the U.S., but... Like, so I, and I go to a lot of like uh, events where like we're reading a lot of like big commercial clientele and like, I'll like, you know, be talking to a guy, you know, like one of the, one of the big money guys or head of cultivation for like one of these like multi-million dollar facilities that, that we're trying to work with. And they'll be like, Oh my God. And I'll explain everything to him and show him. He's like, dude, he's like, I love this. He's like, I would totally have used this, but I just spent, you know, uh, $1.3 million and all this <laughs> other stuff. And I got built and I'm like, I'm like no he's like but i love it can i use it for my mom's and i'm like yeah sure you know and he's like i promise next facility we're, we're on it but i get that situation i'll be right and it's funny you say that because it's it, it really like strikes me in a certain way that that's hilarious because I mean, it happens I mean, all the time you're you're right about there i mean because it's, it's it's the thing you learn about right after you buy everything yeah. telling you. that's how, how it happened to me too and i'm like yeah. i've been eyeing them up ever since um so yeah i mean that's cool. It's awesome, man. Yeah, and, I like you know, that. Another thing I'd push back onto is people say, "Well, I, those are kind of expensive," and I go, well, "Really? Um, uh, look, look, look at a current culture set. What's your life worth?" Yeah, um, I was gonna. It, I mean, it would be a, comparatively. Right? A current culture setup is literally quadruple, literally quadruple the price. And I can yeah. promise you, because I cut my teeth growing in hydro, I friggin' promise anybody that it's a lot more work. Growing in a hydroponic setup than it is, you know, using the auto pots. Um, so much far. more, and, and, and there, there's a lot of uh, auxiliary items and, and hardware you need to purchase around that system that doesn't necessarily come with it when you buy it. So there's a price tag and more, <laughs> but not coming at current culture. Like those are good guys. That's a great system. No, um, no, no. But, uh, if, listen, if you want a hydroponic setup and you're hell bent on it, go for it. Like that's probably yeah. the one to get. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, um, but I will say, like, pull up a pull up an eight site. You know big boy XL system from them pull up an eight side from us compare the price and you know you tell me what's cheaper you know like it's it, we're we're a very good price to get into automated feeding and hydro like it, it, our, our our pricing is really good I think the only pushback I get from you and just be 100% honest with you guys is like we don't have some of the hardware involved that they do and things that plug in they're like you know there's a lot of plastics here but there's a lot involved in that and what we do but the price level I think that, that we've been pretty good on you know and I don't get too much pushback in that area at the end of the day, you know, maybe some, some like really new guys who are like never grown before. And they're like, holy crap, you know, I'm going to spend this much on it. And it's, um, uh, you know, once you compare it to what's out there, I, I think there's, 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 there's a pretty good difference. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. You and your time, man, your time, being able to go out. Like when I first started doing things on weekends and sleeping different places and stuff, like that was awesome. Yeah. Bring a tear to my eye, man. Come on, don't, <laughs> don't rub it in. Don't rub well, it in. 
I want to do. We're gonna take that. We're gonna take that phrase to take your life back. I like that. There's a little more desperation to take your weekends back. I love it. Uh, <laughs> it makes yeah, a good, good t-shirt or something. Like a yeah, sticker, yeah I, I, yeah. I would rock that 100. percent That's a great no doubt. Take your life. Yeah, we back. might get your face on there with like, like yelling that with a little tear popping out as you're saying it, just to get the full grasp of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you just uh, send me the contract and, and we'll talk. So, what do you guys got going on? Uh, anything new and exciting that you can talk about, or what your well, look, plans uh, are? We have some new products that that will be coming out. I think um, uh, early next year. Um, some new products and some things to use with our system. You know, take that for, for what you can, and, and we'll be introducing this stuff uh, the months coming into the end of this year. Um, You'll be able to find Autopod if you're in Virginia. We'll be at the Canacon in, in VA. Um, we missed the, the knee can going on right now in Massachusetts. I don't know if you guys went uh, today. Oh, I was there today. It was awesome. Great event. Yeah, it was good? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I, excuse me. I just took a rip. Um, no, you're good. I, <laughs> I, uh, I kind of feel like 2019 was better. Um, yeah. But it was. But it was, it, it, was, it was still a good event, but there were like a lot of people that um, – I don't know. Like, I don't want to like offend them, but there were companies that like shouldn't even be there. Um, like, had not much to do with cannabis space. They're just trying to like leech off cannabis. Um, and there, the, yeah, there was a lot of like filler there, like stuff you just didn't care about. I feel like last time there were more like companies of products that you used. I mean, there were still some staples there. Like, um, I got to go over to the uh, Fishhead Farms booth, talk to those guys. Oh, um, dude, those are great. That, those guys are yeah. I, they, those are friends of mine. They're they're awesome people. Actually, uh, um, Tommy, Tommy from yep. yeah, Tommy from Fish Shit. That's my boy. But uh, he was actually at the Autopop Festival in England. We we throw like the best party in Hydro every year in the UK. And uh, oh, it's, man, it's, it's, that, it's, that sounds wild. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's great. It's it's become like 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 the the, the best um, trade show really for hydroponics in, in England. At the point where they stopped doing some other trade shows. But um, it's, it's industry only, you know, um, and everybody's camping out. We have music. Uh, we, we have food catered, um, all kinds of music acts. Um, and then it's a big hydro show like Nikan, but all the exhibitors have to do something fun. Like you got to have like, you know, like, like they'll be like, Gavita will do whack-a-mole. But it's spelled like 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 micromole, you know, and like there's like competitions, <laughs> like paintball shooting, trampoline, like velcro, like it's a huge event and it, it's that amazing, epic. Um, dude. It's, it's a party. It's it's a, it's a party. Yeah, we have a good time. But uh, nice. but uh, yeah, that's been good. Tommy went out there, but the, yeah, those are good guys, man. That's great products, and uh, I got a lot of their homies at the thing. You know what I would say is that with the knee can, Massachusetts is pretty established. You know, there's still a lot going on. Nothing against those guys and the show they're doing, but. Um, at the first couple knee cans, man, they were like, there were just waves of people coming in, just lots of people and the enthusiasm in Massachusetts, you know, like some years ago. Um, and those were those were, were crazy shows to be at. Like, I, I wouldn't even leave the booth. I'd have to pee for like hours. And I couldn't leave. Yeah. You know what really hurts them is like Boston can be kind of snooty sometimes, depending on where you go, you know. And uh, they were like, oh, no seed sales. Uh, like, give me a fucking break. You know how much people like – it just said, fuck it, I'm not going to bother coming. Uh, you know what's funny, though? I'm not going to call out any companies by name, but there were tons of people still selling seeds there. They're like, fuck oh, yeah, you. Know Absolutely. Or it's like you're, you're buying a T-shirt and you get a free seed pack with it. You know, It's like, no, we're selling T-shirts, man. We're just giving these things out for free. <laughs> but, 
there's even one guy there selling flour. Oh, fucking wow. brave son of a bitch. Nice. I like this guy. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. I, did, I, I was talking to another rep this morning. I was just leaving, or, or uh, this afternoon as he was, he was leaving and heading home. And one thing that we're all conscious of, too, is just like about Boston, it's just such an expensive city. So, like, every day you're there as a company when you have, like, a couple employees and a booth and you're eating dinner and, like, you know, it's, like, it, it's it's really pricey to be in Boston. It, it, it hurts yeah, your pockets. I, I, company, I got company me and my buddy a coffee, Tate. It was $11. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it trips me out, like, the hotels charge a resort fee. I was out there, like, paying, like, I don't know, I'll be out there just for it. Like, paying, like, two seventy five for a regular hotel room. And they're, like, oh, there's a $40, hotel, like, resort fee. And I'm, like... I just paid forty dollars for parking. What are you talking about? They're like, there's a resort fee. And I'm like, is there a pool or a gym here? Like, no. I'm like, why the fuck am I paying a resort fee? Forty dollar resort fee is not even a pool. I mean, do I like, get like it's just well, unlimited pina coladas? Then it's not yeah, a fucking but, resort. No, the lady's like, this is what she told me. She, I remember this conversation was years ago, and she's like, but all the hotels charge it. And I just looked at her. I'm like, is it, this is the reason you're giving me? Everybody else is doing it. So I'm welcome like, to Taxachusetts. Yeah, it's it's if crazy. If there's man, a way but... we can tax you, we can. You should see my energy bill. It's like this charge, that charge, you know, under 55 charge, like, you know, you smoke weed charge. <laughs> like, it's it's nuts. And, like, it all comes down to the bottom and you're looking at this number. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, little percentage points you're taxing me. Like, these, like, you know, delivery charge. What do you mean delivery charge? You come into my house and, like, you know, with with a fucking bag full of like electricity, like no, like just like <laughs> it's it's unreal. Like they any way they can they can squeeze it out of you around here. I mean, yeah, they it's just, it's they, a they cool will. place. I, I can't talk. I, I live in New York City, so it's uh, you know we, we yeah pay extra that can get quite for, expensive too. Yeah, you pay extra for for some of the fun, so it's all good, man. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll definitely have to hire you guys next time I'm out there. I, I will for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so it's getting kind of late. Why don't you tell everybody where they can um, find you on uh, social media? Yeah, well, look, uh, Instagram is probably the best place to go. Uh, we're autopot underscore USA. Um, also, any inquiries um, that anybody has, they can go to uh, info at autopot-usa.com. And that, that's our website. And then just to throw it out there, Anybody that wants to holler at me directly, I have a public number. And if you're curious about Autopot, how it can work for you, if any questions, you can always call me to my number is 954-708-6378. Um, and, you know, there's many ways to get a hold of us, but we're available and, um, you know, we're happy to help people, like, learn about Autopot. And, you know, oftentimes people reach out and, um, you know, we'll, we'll point them to a store that will hook them up with some stuff for free or we can give them a valve to mess around with. It's, you know, we're, we're here. We're here and we're ready, so. Can, That's. Can that I one. will say that you can't get much more transparent than handing out your phone number. No, yeah, absolutely well, not. I'm, I'm, That's I'm it. It's public. That's, man. That's great. What a sales yeah. rep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my, that, my, my, my phone doesn't stop, but you know it's on my only phone, but it doesn't stop ringing. <laughs> it's all good though. I'm happy to help. But uh, dude, cool, again, man. thanks for the opportunity, guys. I really, honestly, I, I enjoyed this. I've been on a few podcasts, but this was just a little more fun. So. Yeah, we, we do an unscripted format. We like to have a good time and laugh and smoke and joke, and um, it's kind of, it's kind of been our like little passion project. I know the captain would agree. For sure, man. For well, sure. Uh, and Kevin, when you're ready, 
you know you know where to uh, you can call me or you guys know Luke too. You can holler at Luke and we'll we'll hook you up. Nice. And for anybody that wants to get themselves some auto pots, you can use the code the real green monster ten for ten percent off your entire purchase at AutoPot USA. And that's an ongoing code, not just for your initial purchase. Anytime you need more stuff, the real green monster ten M O N S T A. That's great. Absolutely. Cool man. So yeah, thanks for coming on. This has been fun. Um, I hope it kind of enlightens people a little bit, gives them a little bit of an education on how autopots work. Maybe yeah. get rid of some of their misconceptions. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Thanks again, man. Appreciate Definitely it. Like I said, I'll come on this area, holler at me, and uh, next time I'm out there, we'll, we'll all get together. I'll, I'll drag Luke over too. Hang out. Awesome. That sounds good. Cool, thanks for coming thanks. on, Manny. Thank yeah, you. So thanks much. again. Have a good night. Enjoy your weekend. You too, buddy. Bye. Bye. Hell yeah. yeah, buddy. That went good. Absolutely. You know what I think it is? Because um, your echo, by the way, we had this problem once before. It's just your computer. Man. It's your um, mic picking up your computer. Yeah, because I heard it like wind up and down a couple times.